genre. Hey, Jeb. Oh, hey, John. Do you want to talk about Toy Story? Yeah. Sounds like a really good idea. But, like, talk about it a lot. Going in detail with each given minute in Toy Story? Yeah, but can we talk about why Woody has teeth even though he wasn't made with them? I don't see why not. Only if we can talk about the importance of plastic corrosion awareness. Only if we can talk about how Sid is not really a bad kid. Let me ask you this, though. Can we talk about strong lesbian moms? Can we talk about using the sad song from Toy Story 2 as a test to see if people are robots? I like that idea. So, come listen to us talk about Toy Story five times a week on Toy Story Minute. Find it on Dueling Genre or your podcast app of choice. To listen, you'll be my favorite deputy. You've got a friend in us? Both of us, yeah. Nice. Bueller. 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 Podcast where we overanalyze the John Hughes classic Ferris Bueller's Day Off one minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Laguna. And we're back with Sam today. Welcome back, Sam. Hi. 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 We have some fun stuff today. We get yeah. to see that we actually get to we get we get to hear the car today. Yes. I'm excited to talk about that. We'll talk about that. Uh, minute twenty nine starts with Cameron's skepticism. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. And it ends with Rooney reciting a bit of the Catholic Requiem Mass for the Dead. Oh, nice. So this flowery language, this weird affectation that he has at the end is a line from, like, the Mass of the Dead. Well, that kind of explains it a little bit, at least. Yeah. Uh, It is, uh, in particular, line number seven. (laughs) We can get to that. Okay. (laughs) Um, We cut off Ferris right in the middle of his dubious plan yesterday. (laughs) Whatever whatever miles that we put on will take off, is what he says. Cameron's like, how? He says, we'll drive home backwards. He, like, chuckles it. He's so proud of himself. Yeah. No. <laughs> he, he knows. He's got this grin. I think he knows it's not going to work. Do you think he knows it's not going to work? I don't... I don't... I, I usually see him as a smart guy, so I can't we'll drive see, home back- like, how he would actually <laughs> think it would work. Cameron knows it's not going to work. He's like... He, he, like, throws his head back and laughs. And he goes, No. No, that sounds dumb. That sounds so dumb. Forget it, Ferris. You're just going to have to think of something else. I'm putting my foot down. You see how well that works out. Not very. No. Not very firmly. No. He never does, though. He he couldn't tell Ferris no and not come over. He is the enabler. It's true. He's very good at it. But, uh... It, it, it plainly, it, it doesn't. It, Cameron's resistance doesn't matter anyway. So, no. Like, so at this point, Ferris is taking the car. Yeah, he's he is stealing this this Ferrari. It is happening. He's it is not happening. happening. <laughs> so, do we approve of this? I mean, uh, since Cameron's dad appears to be a big jerk. Yeah, kind of. Cool. I do sort of approve of it. Yeah, me too. It, me too. it sort of kinda. makes it cooler. I think I can accept it. I mean, again, he's not just straight up stealing the car. Value, we didn't see, history, heritage. If, if we had, if we had seen Cameron's dad and he was like George McFly, Aww. then it'd be a bad thing. It would be hard. It would be terrible. I, I would like, stealing I mean, is never okay. This guy. But we have heard Cameron talk about his dad. Right. Uh, his, it's both never his anything good. And and they're not. It's not anything good. Uh, and I think that makes this a little bit feel a little bit more acceptable. 
even though it's not any better than stealing from George. No, Clark. you're not supposed no. to be stealing. No. Stealing is bad. Stealing is bad. On the other Kids hand, Kids don't steal things. Whether or not it's bad is irrelevant. It's what whether or not Cameron's dad is such a jerk that we care or not that it's bad. <laughs> that uh, is bad. And what? the truth is, I don't care that this no, is bad. Me either. As a matter of fact, it comes off as very cool. Uh, it comes off as very greasy. Which is <laughs> yeah. pretty the much what we week. expect. Greasy <laughs> Ferris Bueller. Grease, Grease yeah, Ferris. exactly. Uh, he is really greasy, and so um, now that the Ferrari is is moving, um, I love the way that Ferris like grins, like he pulls his teeth back, like like he can't believe he's doing this, as he just like slowly <laughs> rolls forward out of the garage, just pulling forward, and so any so now we know that it's the Medina. Right, we know it's the the kit car, the kit car yeah. exactly. Not yeah. only do we know that it's the kit car because they weren't allowed to start it, uh-huh. but we know it's the kit car because Matthew Broderick couldn't drive a stick, yes. and they only made him in stick, so <laughs> they had to put a automatic in this. I one. didn't know that. Yeah, this one had to be automatic, and I think it's probably why in none of the previous minutes of the Ferrari do you see the transmission. Oh, that's now they're free to show it, and they always could have been like, "Oh, he restored it, and so he put an automatic transmission in it." You would always have that excuse sure. if you needed to, whatever. But uh, but yeah, they uh, they. But they, they did they did other insert shots with the real Ferrari. They they we could have seen what the transmission and stuff. Oh, but it would be different in the kit car. It would. So, so I think they show don't it. show it. Yeah, I don't think they show it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, the this one in particular, I think, has a Mustang engine in it. At 351 W, I think is what they Are call you, it. You're telling me this based on the way it sounds? No, no. I'm, I'm okay. just a big car nerd, and I happen to know that the. I'm, I'm pretty confident that the Medina's had. You know, a, a 12 cylinder engine is okay. hard to come by on most days. So okay. they, you know, Mustangs are cheap, they're available. That's what worked with kit cars. You, you say, mm-hmm. you, get, you get an engine from a cheap car that's fun and uh-huh. fast, and you put it in a really light kit car, and that's what you do, right? Okay. And so I, I'm pretty confident that these were made with, so, with Mustangs. But in, in movie, right. this is supposed to be the real thing. Is it? I was I mean, wondering about it. I this. think that this is like that Cameron. I think Cameron's parents are actually loaded. Right. And I think that this is supposed to be the real real 1961 Ferrari GT California. Okay, so that being the case, I wonder, do you know, Gary or Victoria, do either of you know what the sound came from, what the Foley artist did? No, I don't. I wish we did. But uh, um, it's it's hard to know. I'm, I'm not so good at cars that I can... Uh, tell from a few seconds of, of yeah. exhaust sound how many cylinders it has. Uh, there are guys who are good enough, and probably some of them, if any of them listen to I'll have this, to, uh, they will comment. I <laughs> hope so. I hope so. I guys, hope so if you were listening to this and you like cars and you know stuff, like tell me what you think. We'll hear the car again tomorrow. No, not tomorrow. Next week um, when they leave the school. So I will see if I can find that. In fact, we use a bit of that audio in our intro. Oh, all right, great. Well, I bet we could we'll piece it together, and I'll I'll get back to you on this. Cool, awesome. <laughs> um, but uh, you'll but, be our car consultant. Yes, exactly. I'd be <laughs> happy to be. Um, 
And uh, in this case, I, I think probably it would be easiest for the Foley artist to get the engine sound from the car. Yeah. And so probably this engine sound that we're hearing is a Mustang engine. Okay. And, uh, and yeah, this is fully, everything about this is fully the Medina now. It's mm-hmm. no longer the Ferrari. We have to almost have to look at it in a different way. Yeah. But it's better now because now that I can think about it that way, I don't care that Ferris is touching it. It becomes okay. cool again. There you go. So, yeah. We're just like, oh, look at this beautiful car. He, yeah, he but that's a pulls kick it car. Out of the, whatever. He yeah. pulls out of the out of the garage. And uh, Cameron, Cameron's like, he says, I'm putting my foot down. How about we, re-? he says, how about we rent a nice Cadillac? My treat. We'd call a limo. A nice stretch job with a TV and a bar. How about that? <laughs> He's like, yeah, really so many good. options. Uh, well, so this is all, this is all Alan Ruck just ad-libbing as, as Ferris is driving away. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? None of this is in the script. Oh, nice. <laughs> He's just like, try to call him back. Like convince him that we can do something else. Uh, I like that he, he says, my treat. My treat. We can rent a nice Cadillac. My treat. Right. So he's now trying to back out of this as <laughs> yes. quickly as possible. He never had any control of the situation. No. Ooh, ooh. And I also just noticed that there appears to be a truck in the background. We get another <gasps> We get another vehicle. Ooh. I ju- we can't tell what it is, No, you can just see the very yeah, beginning. Yeah. So so we are looking at a, just like the first like 15 seconds of this minute as Ferris is pulling out of the garage and on the right side of the garage, we can see what appears to be uh, like a blue fender, maybe maybe even a trailer. Hard to say what that thing is. Maybe uh, we don't will have see enough it. Detail. I'll have to look and see if we do see it later yeah. in the movie when we get yeah. back to the garage. The end. Wonder. Yeah, you'll have to you'll have to let me know. Yeah, um, we'll keep an eye out for it. Please do. Yeah, I'm a big car nerd, and I want to know all the nerdy car things. Nervous. Is what yeah. the license plate nervous. says, which I, makes sense because if I was driving an eleven million dollar car around, I'd be nervous too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> nervous. It's nervous. great. I, I think it's very interesting why he would choose like such a, a vanity plate that would say nervous. It's weird, isn't right? It? it is very strange. Yeah, who would want that like on their Cam- car? <laughs> like if it was Cameron's, it would make perfect sense. He's an extra. What mess. if Cameron's dad is like Cameron? Is this like kind of depressed, kind of anxious, just like is his dad just an unhappy guy in an unhappy marriage who's you know just not No, able we to can't we can't start <laughs> making this guy likable. Like, no, 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 no. It's no, better. No. no, it's better if we hate him. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much better if we don't like yeah. him. Um on the other hand, I guess that means that well, no, let's not analyze this too too much. No, that's right? what we're here to do, Sam. Oh, okay. No, well, this is uh, Ferris Bueller. Okay, what if, yeah, what if, what if, okay, what if well. he was restoring this car to one day give it to Cameron? What oh if it's just Cameron's graduation oh, present? Oh, my no, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Don't do this. It's so hard. What if it's Cameron's graduation present? That's impossible. Oh, my God. How is it impossible? so heavy and horrid. No, that's not true. That's impossible. <laughs> I mean, it says nervous. Who's ner- he, I mean, he's got to so, know his son's it, kind of quirky. Not, how would Cameron weird. appreciate getting a gift when the car's license plate says nervous? Well, it would be appropriate. It well, is sort of a dadly it's, it's, jab, right? Right, yeah. It's still what? kind of a douchey dad thing. You yeah, know? exactly. Do you, Cameron's dad wouldn't want Cameron to drive it, do you think? Uh, it depends so on how much money we're talking this. about, like... 
that they have that they're like, hey, you're going off to college. Like, here's this eleven million dollar car. Go. Get laid. <laughs> right? You didn't get in any trouble your whole high school. Here's no, a car to go get in trouble with now that you're an adult. That's causing trouble because Ferris says later that he's worried that that uh, Cameron's going to marry the first uh, the first girl he lays. Right. Right. And that she's just going to walk all over him. And this is just going to accentuate that, like, gold diggerness. That's true. I mean, Cameron is loaded. He is. <sighs> Man, well, I also don't want to see Cameron turn into, like, a hard-hearted guy. I mean, he's he's so genuine. Like, who cares? Cameron. If he falls in love with the first girl he lays, Ferris should endeavor to make sure that the first girl he lays is awesome. Yes, He needs exactly. to do what he do to make it work. Ferris Bueller in the college years and he's trying to hook up Cameron with someone. <laughs> yes, he's gotta exactly. be like the best wingman but for Cameron. Right. Ferris Bueller's weekend off or something. Right, right. <laughs> oh gosh. It's like some weird They go on vacation sequel. somewhere. <laughs> no, we can't do it. Road it's trip. impossible. Road trip! Road that'd trip. be great! Yeah. In this... In the... Oh, no, it's destroyed. Mind. You can't take it in no, this. No, no, shush. That's spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> for the movie. They can't go in that car. No. No, no that one's not going no, anywhere. No, no, it's not. No. It's definitely not. No. Mm. Nope, nope, nope. That'd just be the ice and the cake. It's like, oh, that was going to be your gift. <laughs> no, I don't uh, believe it. No. I refuse to believe that's this. That's too heavy. That's too heavy. All right, now that we've heavied this up terribly, let's move on. Okay, so Max up. He tells Cameron to do it. He's he, like, like, come on. He does a Catholic thing before he does. more Catholic he thing cross, happened. He yeah. crosses himself. He does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then and then you, you said that this uh, monologue is that he's given Sloan is a... Uh, uh, yeah. What, what is it again? So Okay, so, so Rooney comes out. So we cut to the school. Um, this is actually the high school that um, John Hughes went to. Oh, wow. That's the interesting. The inside. Wow. The inside is not. It's an old abandoned school that they also use for breakfast club. But oh, this no outside kidding. shot wow. is outside the school that he went to. Huh. Oh, and uh, this wouldn't be like a student lot or anything. This is like a, like a, actually like the, like on the backside of the building. Oh, so. <laughs> that's um, awesome. What a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, oh, well, well, cause he's from Chicago and they're shooting in Chicago and like, let's sure, show off some sure, Chicago. Sure. And uh, so they come out and he says, Rooney tells her, I want to tell you how deeply saddened I am by your loss. <laughs> I like this line. He says, I had a grandmother once. Uh, two, actually. <laughs> yeah, we know dummy yeah. things a lot. <laughs> like, yeah, that makes perfect yeah, sense. Yeah, that's kind of how it has to work, yeah. I promise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I like that he's yeah. thinking about it. And then we see Jeannie. Yes, we She's do. inside the school, and she is looking out. I presu- I'm assuming she's inside the school because we see, like, a little display case and stuff. Like, oh, we see yeah, some posters. Definitely. Um. That's an 80s high school in Chicago for sure. And so she's looking out through the front door and she can see uh, Sloane and, and Rooney out there. So she must be putting together already. Like, well, if Sloane is leaving and uh-huh. Ferris isn't here, uh-huh. something's going on. Oh, yeah. And so she stands here to witness, which we'll, we'll see tomorrow, that Ferris is going to show up. Right. The wheels are definitely turning. Yeah. Because she already doesn't trust him. Look at those shoes and that jacket and the everything. I about really it. love Sloane's outfit oh, so me much. Too, but it is. I talked about it, but I really love the like 80s. strings that like dangle from her her jacket. Like I think they're really cool. She could not be more eighties if she tried. <laughs> no. It's not possible. Oh, but she's it's but it's possible. but it's amazing because Mia Sarah plays this and she has like such elegance despite being like Oh, she's beautiful in this and amazing. Deep, ridiculous yeah. Totally outfit. awesome. Yes. Yeah, for yes. sure. Absolutely. Yes. 
but uh, yeah, it is it is a, a wildly eighties mm-hmm. uh, outfit for sure. Uh, John Hughes mentions that uh, he wanted Rooney to to. Well, he, why am I spacing on his name? He wanted Jeffrey Jones to play this like a funeral director. Uh-huh. And so he's like, he's being kind of awkward. He does say like, I want to tell you how deeply saddened I am by your loss. He's like very like stoic almost. And then here we do get that line from the uh, Catholic. uh, It's the, it's called the Catholic Requiem, uh, which is also known as the mass of the dead. And uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but this is the seventh line of it. And it's man that is born of a woman hath but a short time to live and is full of misery. He cometh up, and is cut down like a flower. He fleeth, as if it were a shadow, and never continueth in one stay. And and she rolls her eyes, and is just like, what are you doing? (laughs) It sounds ridiculous. Well, her grandmother didn't die. Yeah, yeah. Her grandmother didn't die. (laughs) She has no... She doesn't care at all. And also, it's just the worst thing. It's so it's mean. So it's weird. Like, it's the worst thing to say. It is. It's really terrible. He's saying that man, man has a short... I mean, he's trying to say... What's he trying to say here? I think he's trying to say that, like, death... It comes for us all? Yeah, yes. I don't know. That's why my point is I don't know what he was going for, but he is the worst motivational speaker in the history of mankind. He looks like one. Yeah. He's got the the, the look for it down pat. Uh-huh. God, he is terrible, terrible at being uplifting. Has but a short time to live and is full of misery. Full <laughs> of misery. Thank you. Thanks. I mean, Thanks. they're not, it's not wrong. I mean, yeah, it's sure. Not right but either. <laughs> what you actually say is, "God, I'm so sorry." I, please let me know if there's anything I you, can do. You worked in the death industry. I did actually. I did. <laughs> I did. You know what? I, I didn't even think about this, but the, this is a good time the, to have the you on. Death yes, industry. I did. I did. Yes. Okay. So okay. Yes, tell I, us. Tell us your story. Okay. So I used to work at a crematory, and uh, I, my job was to uh, wear a suit and talk to grieving families and get them to sign paperwork and give them that the sounds like a terrible job. Cremated remains and talk to doctors about causes of death and occasionally attend funerals and uh, dispatch drivers to. Pick up How did you get that job? Did you just houses. like walk in? Like um, I called job? literally every place. It was you in, really like, wanted this job. It was you, like, like in like two thousand and nine or so when you, the economy was pursue? in the toilet, and uh, I was I was like I can't I don't know what what do I want to do with my life? I'll do anything. I would scrub tombstones for money right now. I'm so poor and so desperate for a job, and so I started calling around it death and funeral places everywhere and somebody needed a job and I went and I crushed the interview nice. and I brought them cookies the next day and boom I was Sam. in. Yep. That's you how brought you do. them cookies. Hey, just FYI, the last <laughs> two jobs I got cookies on the day after uh, uh, the interview. Just saying. Oh. Yeah, probably won't work for like a real company but for a cheesy little small business. Is, is that uh, we can peek behind the curtain a little bit here. I, I know you through the bookstore that I work for. We've talked about it because um, 
this is coming up after Comic Con, so we've already dealt with all the con stuff. Yeah. Well, was was did you bring cookies to yes, whoever I did. had you yes, gave me cookies? Yeah, yes, uh, yes, I yeah, did. Uh-huh, I did. Yes, I did. Yeah, <laughs> that's, uh-huh. that's fantastic. That uh, makes me really yeah. happy, yeah, and I I see that working hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, you can, you can, yeah, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it works every time. So both <laughs> times I've tried it, it's worked every time. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so anyway, yes, I, so I did work. Good success rate there. Uh, yeah, and so far two for two, killing it. Um, anyhow, I was in the death industry for a while and it was really easy to not say that. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. It was bad have, but a short time to live and is full of misery. Misery. <laughs> he cometh up like a he flower up. and is cut down. No. Never said any of that. <laughs> no. no. Never heard any of my coworkers say that either. No, I Mostly it was so. like, hey, I'm really sorry. Please sign these papers. We'll get you the death uh, certificates in a week or so. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. And that was about it. You know, I, I, you, you tried better than that, and you listen, and you and you give people a moment and a cup of water and a Kleenex, and you do your best to be a compassionate human being. Yeah. What you don't do is do line seven from Book <laughs> of the Dead. Requiem for the Dead. That ain't no. That's no good. <laughs> no, that's really no good. Not at all. No. You get fired day one for sure. <laughs> like, I don't know what's up with this guy, but uh, he made me feel real bad. Terrible. Just, could you fire him? Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, he, and you would. He, he told me. He told me that that grandma was miserable. <laughs> <laughs> and then God cut her down <laughs> like a flower. <laughs> yeah, no. Don't say that. Next pro tip of the of the podcast: Don't ever say that to don't anyone. Don't ever say that to ever, anyone under any circumstances, unless you want Perfect. them to laugh. Perfect. <laughs> there you go. Oh. That's wonderful. Yeah. I needed that. That was a good, that was a good end. This was a fun minute. This was a fun minute. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. We've got one more minute left for the week. Do you want to come back tomorrow? Sure. Awesome. Awesome. We have a, I I love the visual gags in this movie and we have a really good one coming up tomorrow that we'll talk about when we get to that. Um, Until then, everybody find us on Facebook, Twitter, all those things, you know, you've heard all our plugs all week. So go do that and uh, come back tomorrow for minute 30. Woo! 30. 30. We're going to be half an, half an hour in this movie already. That's crazy. We're, what is, that's like almost a third of the way there. Pretty much. You're getting right to her. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. St. Paris. <laughs> oh, I wanted you guys to do it with me. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. It's okay. I'm not good at this. <laughs> this was fun. <laughs> this was fun. <laughs> oh.